Hello and welcome to episode three of Empowering You. It's called From Plasticine to Empowerment. In the episode, I share a few stories on how I have made the switch from feeling disempowered to empowered and what that takes, like taking responsibility for your life, which really feeds into your empowerment. I hope you enjoy the episode and that you get some takeaways that help you with your path to empowerment. Hi, my name is Elle Crawford Marsden. Welcome to Empowering You, a podcast for you and about women just like you. Women who are navigating the ups and downs of life, the rollercoaster of emotions, the trashy self-talk, and all the things that make life challenging, interesting, and amazing. This is season two of the podcast, and I'm back with a new name and a big fire in my belly to share knowledge and insights to help you and women around the world. As well as sharing my own stories and how I have overcome some big challenges and learned from them, I'll be interviewing some kick-ass women who are paving their own way in life. So sit back and enjoy all the episodes that will be coming to your ears this season. Welcome to your podcast, Empowering You. Hello and welcome to another episode of Empowering You, my podcast. I hope you're enjoying the new season so far. I did a solo session about your emotional shipwreck backpack and I also did a wonderful interview with Oxy Samkova who survived three and a half hours swept out to sea in the middle of the night. So if you, hadn't, if you haven't caught up with those episodes yet, go and have a look back. Um, they're the first two episodes of this season. Today I wanted to talk about empowerment and what it means to you and share some experiences and stories that I've had with disempowerment, (laughs) um, which I have really recognised and then changed. Literally, I've changed the way I behave and the way I feel and the way I stand in my power over the last couple of years. Uh, It took a broken ankle actually to do that, which is really interesting because that in itself is quite disempowering when you have to rely on everyone else to help you you can't walk you should have seen me getting up and down our stairs on my bottom like (laughs) shuffling up and down honestly it was so frustrating and excruciating Um, not only was it painful it was so humbling and oh I just can't even describe how it felt to not be in control of my own body, not just being able to walk up the steps when I wanted to. And our bedroom was upstairs. So what I would do is get up in the morning and shuffle down the stairs, make sure I had everything that I needed for the day, shower downstairs because the downstairs bathroom was um, easier for me and then spent the whole day downstairs. And then at night when I was tired, exhausted, and then I would have to sit on the stairs and like, using my arms like tricep dips all the way up the stairs and it was such an exhausting thing and then at the top of the stairs because I wasn't allowed a weight bear it would I would need to stand up on one leg and get onto my scooter I had a scooter uh, on both floors and go to bed it was just exhausting and the most honestly one of the most challenging physical experiences I've ever had to go through and it was certainly a very disempowering time in my life where I needed to rely on my husband. He would help me 
shower, go to the toilet, do all the things, the normal functions that I've been doing, you know, for 50 years. Um, yes, but what it did do was it made me stronger, more courageous and more resilient physically and emotionally. And it also forced, forced, maybe not quite the right word, compelled, compelled. It also compelled me to make a decision to help women with their empowerment because I felt in a position where I was so disempowered both physically, mentally and emotionally during that time that I just went, bloody hell, I'm going to help other women to overcome their own disempowerment and find their path of empowerment. And that's how I became a coach. But it wasn't the first time that I had felt disempowered. It was the first time I felt really physically disempowered, but emotionally disempowered. I had this pattern in my life. And if you have listened to my first few episodes, you'll know that my whole life got flipped upside down at 17 when my parents divorced and sent me on a completely different direction. And then with heartbreak, with losing Chloe and then two marriages, I actually started to play small. So after I left my son, Declan's dad, because it was just such a dysfunctional relationship and as much as I loved him and still love him to this day, we just were really toxic for each other. So in the end, I left that marriage and I was heartbroken because that was my second divorce and my first marriage ended because I was so unhappy. I was broken before I even met my first husband and then with Chloe's illness and then all the stuff that happened around that, my heart was just broken into a million pieces and I was really desperately unhappy and I just did not want to be in that marriage. And so I facilitated the end of that marriage. So when I married my second husband, uh, Declan's dad, I fought for that marriage like, like a tigress. Like I really wanted that marriage to last. I was, you know, I loved my husband. I loved that we were a family. I didn't want to break up my family. I didn't want my son to have divorced parents because I'd already done that for th my first three kids. I really was like a tigress, just protecting that marriage. But unfortunately, there was only one of us protecting it. And so after that, I sort of started playing small and when I would get into a relationship, I would be molded. I was like malleable and I would be molded into what my partner wanted out of a person. And I was really playing small, dimming my light and behaving in a very disempowered way. My last two relationships, including my current marriage, I want to talk about those today because they are the ones that I can really relate to feeling and acting, behaving really disempowered. So I started dating someone and to be honest, the first time I met him, I didn't particularly like him, but I was just in this place in my life where I felt so unfulfilled on my own that I was looking for fulfillment and gratification externally. And so even though I didn't particularly like this guy, I liked his intellect and he, he was funny, but I I, you know, I wasn't really attracted to him, but I decided to go on a second date and, you know, he fell for me really quickly. And that was seemed to be enough. Like how disempowering is that, that you accept someone else's feelings for you 
and even if they're not reciprocated, you accept them as being good enough to, to have a relationship. So that was number one. And then he didn't like some things I did, so I just stopped doing them. And I completely changed the way I was. And it was so interesting because we went out for 18 months, six months too long. I should have ended the relationship six months prior, but we had an overseas trip planned with my own family for a really special occasion. And he had done something about three weeks before that that was just awful. It was really disrespectful. It did not take into account my feelings. I was one of my closest friends died and after a few days he was like right snap out of it he was just a prick to be honest but we went overseas anyway and we were in you know Paris in the in the city of romance and I had said to him that you know I'm really deliberating about our relationship because it was not making me happy and I felt really disrespected and I did, had no power in the relationship but we sort of patched it up and we were in Paris for God's sake watching the twinkling lights of the Eiffel Tower drinking you know Prosecco and and he was all lovely and you know all that all the shit that happens in a relationship and so we stuck it out and it was okay and then a few months later he did something else that was related to my friend who died was related to that and by then it was just like right no that's it line in the sand you can't do that but that empowerment that I finally found in that relationship took you know some really big events for me to finally shake myself up and say are you going to actually stand up for yourself are you going to stand up for the woman that you are and I finally did and I ended the relationship and that was fine well then within five months I met Nick and my husband Nick is just the most beautiful man he he loves me, adores me. He told me that it took him 36 seconds to fall in love with me. I'm not sure if that is even possible, but if you believe in love and first sight, maybe it is. But again, there were things that happened at, in our relationship that I, was, I allowed myself to be molded to. I could have just stood up and said, actually, fuck, no, that's not going to happen. But I didn't. And the reason is, had nothing to do with Nick, it had all to do with me. It had all to do with my internal life and the fact that I was not living my in my power. I was, again, looking at for external validation, external fulfillment, external power to myself. And even though I was a 49-year-old turning 50-year-old woman who'd had my own business for 10 years, who was an independent, financially independent woman, as soon as I got into a relationship, I became this like plasticine woman who would just be molded into what the, my partner wanted and now what's happened since I broke my ankle it's like fuck no I am going to be myself my fully expressed woman and I'm going to be you know Eleanor Crawford Marsden the woman I was born to be now to my absolute darling husband's credit he has had to go with the flow with that because there has been some big changes since I made that decision. I've stopped drinking alcohol. I've stopped using marijuana. I've started wearing makeup. I've cut all my hair off. I was sitting across the room from him and he said, I actually really like your hair, <laughs> which is great because it means that what he has recognized is that I am not my hair and I'm not my outer body. I'm not the makeup. I'm not the lipstick. I'm not the clothes I wear. I am the person I am the uh, the woman who is like the soul of me the actual 
inside of me coming out until I broke my ankle where that really turned me on my head and went, I actually have to start being an empowered woman. I had to because I had to actually, I had to overcome that and heal and recover. And during that time, that gave me so much space to understand myself better. And I started to study and I started to really look into more personal and spiritual development, which I had left behind for many years. And it made me happy. I got back into my happy my happy place. And that's the thing about empowerment. It's very difficult to be empowered when you're unhappy and when you're not in a good space in yourself. And so that's why personal and spiritual spiritual development is so important because you know, being empowered as a person, standing in your power and standing by your beliefs and your values and your opinions and you know how you dress and how you act and how you relate to people and how you converse with people that is all about you being empowered but if you are unhappy that just does not fit in your empowerment it does not fit at all so the first thing to do is to understand that empowerment comes from within that you actually need to be in your happy place so that takes self-acceptance self-love self-compassion all of the beautiful self things, the things about you, prioritizing your health, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, and making sure that you are happy. Now that might sound really easy and really like flippant, and I'm not saying it in that way at all. It is a process. And if you are not feeling happy in yourself, that is your responsibility to change that. And you can get support wherever you like. You know, you can talk to a girlfriend, you can journal, you can take baths, you can grab a coach, you can join online courses, you can have a mentor, you can, you can have a confidant, you can go to church, you can have a faith. You know, there's so many things you can do to help yourself be happy. But all that external stuff is your support mechanism. There's no doubt about it. But it has to be some changes within. It has to be your internal life that's happy. Because you're not going to be happy without that. You can't be happy on the outside and miserable on the inside. It just doesn't work. It starts with in, inside, internally, in your own soul, your own spirit, your own you know, emotions, your subconscious mind, where your emotions and your beliefs and your values and all of your memories, where they all sit. Your actual self-image is in your subconscious mind, how you feel about yourself. How you, when you look in the mirror... How do you feel about yourself? Do you look in, look in the mirror and say, I love you exactly the way you are? Or are you critical? Do you give yourself shit for the way you look? Do you, do you have trashy self-talk? It's all up to you. It's your responsibility and that's what living at cause is. It's actually taking responsibility for how you are feeling. And if you're feeling unhappy, there's no way that you can be empowered. They're hand in hand. That's so important for you to recognize that if you are in an unhappy place, you will not be standing in your power and you will be disempowered and you will just always capitulate to whatever is happening externally to you because you are not happy and you're not strong and empowered in yourself. It's so important to recognize that. I cannot, I mean, I cannot emphasize that enough. It takes being happy in yourself and 
You know, it took me almost 50 years to be consistently happy in myself without reaching for something external to me, without reaching for a bottle of bubbles to give me confidence and to let me, you know, be a bit sassy or to smoke weed because that made me creative and, and relaxed and like, just like, whew. You know, I had bad relationships because I was looking for someone to make me feel good about myself. And all I did was attract like, like because I was feeling so shit about myself, I attracted men who made me feel more shit about myself, who, who I then molded myself in their, in their image. It's just shit. And it took me almost 50 years to realize and recognize that I was always looking on the outside. And it wasn't until I turned it all to my inner self and really took responsibility for what I was thinking, what I was feeling, and made some big changes in my life that I could be happy in my own right. And that's when I started to feel empowered. I'm going to say something to you now, and I'm saying it with absolute love, and I'm saying it with acceptance of everyone. But you need to get to a point in your life where you fuck what anyone else thinks, where everyone else's opinions do mean nothing to you. It's about what you think, what you feel, and providing you behave in a way and you feel and think in a way that is congruent with you know good values, then you are absolutely empowered. Whatever your values are, like for me, honesty is a really big value. I absolutely pride myself on being honest. Respect is another big value of me. Showing love, treating others the way I want to be treated, accepting others for who they are, being non-judgmental, that means acceptance of yourself and others. All these values that are in your subconscious mind, if you live congruently with them, that's when you become empowered. It is so important. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today. And I want, what I want to do is encourage you to think about how you feel. Do you feel empowered? If you do feel empowered, fantastic. Bloody high fives all round to you. If you do not feel empowered, then it's time to start to really investigate how you're feeling about yourself because that's where it comes from, how you feel about yourself, not how you feel about your husband, not how you feel about your kids or your parents or your siblings or your friends. It's how you feel about yourself. It all starts with you. Everything in life starts with you. And that's not a selfish thing. That's actually a really aware way to live. It's a really empowered way to live. When you start with you, because you cannot have relationships with other people when you feel like shit. Because if you feel like shit, you're going to attract shit. If you feel happy, you're going to attract happy. That's the way it is. So I would really like you to encourage to take a little audit of how you're feeling. If you're feeling empowered, if you're feeling happy, or if you're not on the opposite side. And if you aren't feeling happy, and if you're feeling disempowered, and you need some support, and you don't know where to go, please just jump onto my calendar and book yourself a Let's Talk appointment. 30 minutes free. You can talk to me one-on-one -on -one over Zoom so you get to see my face. You get to see if you like my energy. You get to see if you can feel my heart coming through. And it's 30 minutes for you to decide whether you'd like to have me as your coach, as your like holding your hand, got your back, give you a push when you need it, but be your soft place to fall and I will always have your back. 
So I'm going to pop the link in the show notes. It's my calendar link to a Let's Talk appointment. Zoom, we're going to just have 30 minutes. If that's what you're looking for, I absolutely encourage you. It's completely free. No investment on your part other than 30 minutes of your time. And I will be there entirely for you. I hope that you have got some... I don't know, maybe some insight or some extra awareness about empowerment after listening to this episode. I love empowerment. I mean, I'm really passionate and on purpose to help women feel empowered in their lives. That's as simple as that. But empower, being empowered is like the pinnacle and everything else, like the base of the triangle, is all the other feelings, the emotions, the values, your beliefs about yourself, all that stuff all just feeds up into your empowerment. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you feel that you would like to share this podcast with your friends, someone who might need some little bit of empowerment pep talk, please feel free to share it. And if you feel called to, I would love you to review the podcast because when the podcast gets reviewed, it just sort of puts it out to podcast land a bit easier and more people can get their ears around it. And that would be fantastic because more women hear it the better we all are. Thanks again for listening and I will see you next week for more Empowering You. Lots of love. See ya. This is a little PS for you in case you're interested in improving your empowerment and standing in your power. From the 24th of March, I am running a four-week course called Four Weeks to a More Empowered You. During the course, I will cover if you are living at cause or effect, how to manage your mind for empowerment, what is in your emotional shipwreck backpack and how to start unpacking it, and also discovering and recognizing your values and then standing in your magic hoop. It's a four-week course jam-packed of value. You get me on tap helping you to implement the information into your life. I hope that it might resonate with you. I'm going to pop the information link into the show notes so check it out and see if you are interested. Lots of love to you and I'll catch you next week. (music) 